So what I have come mm-hmm. to learn is that to stop rushing to prepare and just be who I'm supposed to be. Walk in the things that I'm supposed to walk in with the mindset. But I know that I'm going to be wealthy. So I started changing my mindset to a wealthy mindset. Okay, what do wealthy, pe- wealthy people do? Where do they hang out at? You know, how do they act? Yeah. How is their character? How do they talk? What do they like? What do they read? That's what I mean by just become. Become the, the lifestyle, the image that you have in your mind that you want to be. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week, I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. Hello, friend. Today is a great episode for you. I am excited. Uh, my new friend, Megan Mullix, is on the show. And she is bringing a mindset that I think is going to be so powerful because I know that a lot of you are very much like me. Um, you are recovering perfectionists. There's a lot of times that you want to put something out there, um, but it's just not quite as good as you have it to be in your mind. You're like, it, had, it needs to be at this level and it's not quite there yet. And you just keep polishing it and you keep staying in that preparation area instead of actually going out there and doing the thing. And if it does need to be adjusted, you can adjust it after that. Um, but yes, this mindset of going out there, becoming the person that you need to be and starting to live that lifestyle of that person your future you is, uh, is so good. I will let Megan explain all of that, um, in the episode, but I, I just really love this. So let's get into today's episode. Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, I'm, I'm excited to chat. Uh, I know we've been able to, to chat briefly online (laughs) and through email. Um, but yeah, could you give us a little background about you, where you're based, what you do, all those kinds of things? Sure. Absolutely. My name is Megan Molix. Uh, my background is in executive assisting. I've been executive assisting um, in nonprofits, ministries, small businesses. So I, that's my main background. But if anyone knows anything about being an executive assistant, you know that you're not just doing your job. You're always helping out. You're always doing other things, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of how I ended up in the industry that I am right now as far as marketing and branding. So I was trying to help out my church. Um, I was the assistant, I'm the assistant in my church. I was trying to help my church save money on their branding and on their marketing. So I taught myself graphic design. Oh, my earring didn't stay. I taught myself graphic design, taught myself how to design websites, taught myself uh, flyers, all of that good stuff. So I ended up doing it, not just for my church, but for other people as well. And it turned into a business and it has now become Molex and Company. Um, the company is ran by myself and my mother, Cheryl. I heard you say her name, so I'm sure that's her. That, that is yeah, someone. she's in the chat today. 
<laughs> so yes, we are a family-owned company. We are located in South Georgia. I don't know if you can tell by my the twang in my voice. So <laughs> I do live in the South. <laughs> I knew you were in the South, just like me. I was like, okay, I, I feel you. We're we're both in the South right now. Right, <laughs> right. But you know, I did live in Texas for about three years. I lived in Houston. So. Okay. Yeah. I'm just outside of Houston in college station. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm familiar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of, you know, my background. Yeah. You know, I love that you were like, all right, I'm going to help out in this way. I don't mm -hmm. know how to do this though. So I'm just going to teach myself. <laughs> how did you, was that just like YouTube university or how did you go about like learning graphic design and marketing and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh my gosh. YouTube university, Google university, anything, <laughs> anything that I could think of, anything that I could find. Um, I, the very first, I guess, software I taught myself was poster my wall. I think that's what it was called. So that's kind of like okay. what I taught myself like basics. And then I was like, okay, I discovered Adobe and discovered all these other things. And so just started teaching myself all of these other things. And then as I would meet people, I'll say, okay, so how do you do this? You know, how do you do that? So I'm a quick learner. Now, luckily I, I'm a nerd. So I like to read and research on technical things <laughs> all the time. Mm -hmm. So that kind of just helped me, you know, get that tenacity as far as learning everything about marketing, branding and yeah. that whole world. Yeah. And I love that you were saying like you would just meet someone that was doing it and just like how do you do this what do you what are you using what software what is adobe okay cool <laughs> now i'm gonna go buy that whole suite and learn this and like right. that kind of i feel like that takes like a certain level of humility to just be like how are you doing this right instead of i know i know how to do everything and you know i'm gonna right. i'm gonna like look over your shoulder because i want to figure this out but i'm not right. gonna actually ask you because i don't want you to know right that i don't know what you're doing um, right. i think that humility like that takes us so far in business mm -hmm. because you can still be super successful and not know everything and you shouldn't know everything right. there's always room for growth and, for growth. and exactly. learning so, exactly yeah. and i am i am a nerd like you i just i love learning new right. things and just right. like i have so many different hobbies where i'm just like oh woodworking let me figure out how to build a coffee table okay right. cool this is i'm not gonna start selling these but i right. want to learn how to do just this for fun. just so, for fun yeah yeah and then you find something that you're really good at like mm -hmm. like marketing and design mm -hmm. and all that um, I'm sure you don't use, what was it? Poster in my wall. Um, I'm sure you don't use that software anymore. It's like, cause I, you know, <laughs> yeah. Right. Starting off yeah. as a photographer, I did not use Photoshop and Lightroom to edit my photos. I edited them in like, uh, I think it was called Microsoft picture it. Oh, and it was okay. just <laughs> what came on my computer and it right. was not good, but I was able to like, tweak the colors a little bit right. and I could I could make it black and white but then like leave one like just anything that's red leave that red right. and yeah that was that was really right. big in like 2010 right uh, <laughs> right you have to use so, yeah. what you have <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah use what you have and mm -hmm. then learn other things and right. kind of continue on growing from there right um, absolutely and like like with that through 
through learning and all that, has there been some uh, like lesson or piece of advice or something that you have found throughout the years that really just changed the way that you look at business or, or just life in general? Yes. Yes. So, um, the one thing that kind of sticks out is a, a while ago, some years ago, my pastor, I was at church one day, my pastor actually walked up to me. He gave me a piece of paper and on the piece of paper, it said, never give away what's valuable until the other party has, uh, until the other party have deemed themselves worthy to receive. So when I read that, I kept that note and I still apply that mm-hmm. to life and especially business because it took a while for me to understand that even when you're in business, that you can't just, I was giving everything away for free. I was doing so much work for free. I was doing this and doing that all to just kind of build my credibility, build my name. And what ended up happening mm-hmm. was me being young in business and naive in business. I didn't realize that I was being taken advantage of by a lot of people that were coming to me. And I would talk to other oh, yeah. people who were doing what I was doing. And they were like, no, it should be charged this or this. And I'm like, you know, so that was a really big quote that I took with me. I still take it with me even now. Um, as I'm doing business and not just personal life, but especially in business, because I really feel like when you're in business, you have to be mindful of who you're in business with. You have to be mindful of who you're receiving information from, because unfortunately, I would, you know, I would like to believe that everybody wants to see everybody succeed. But sometimes that's not yes. always. <laughs> okay. No, not not everyone is like you and me, Megan. Like we, like I, I can already feel that from you. Like you just want to see people succeed and like build people up and just like right. you know that whole you know rising tide lifts all boats mentality. Right. And uh, and there are people out there that are not like that. And it right. it took a uh, it took me uh, hitting the real world <laughs> to realize oh right. people will take advantage of you. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I I love that that mindset and that mm-hmm. kind of like you're it's it's not a um like hiding, I'm just gonna hide this, I'm not gonna right. share my gifts, I'm not gonna do this for you. Right. But once once you know like they've deemed themselves um I, I I'm blanking on the word that uh that you used earlier, um, but like the uh worthy mm-hmm. of of those gifts, then you mm-hmm. can start doing that. Then you can, right. you know, if you're going to offer some discounted services or something right. like that, like, don't just go out there and be like, all right. Um, <laughs> oh, you can't, uh, you're not, I'm out of your budget. Well, let me do, uh, you know, half right. off. I'm doing a half off sale right now. Right. For sure. Because uh, right. I definitely did that so many times when people would say, well, I think you're just a little bit out of our budget. I'm like, well, um, right. you know, I could actually, I could throw this in for free because right? right. I just wanted to make the sale, uh, right. And, uh, got, right. Got taken advantage of. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I always found, find that those clients like that are normally my worst, <laughs> my worst client. Oh yeah. <laughs> give me uh, oh, yeah. the hardest time. So I have definitely learned to just be more mindful about, and not just clients who I'm working with, but just, you know, people in general, uh, people that I want to collaborate with, you know, just people, colleagues within my own industry as well. I've just learned to just be mindful of the connections that I'm making. Yes. Yeah. 
and like that whole networking with other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in your field, like that is, is very powerful and can really grow your business. Right. Um, but there's also, you have to be mindful of what are their intentions right. are their intentions to like build each other up and be friends right. and like walk <laughs> through this journey together or they just, just play in and like, they want to use you right. and they just want to get ahead Right, and, absolutely. Uh, then leave you in the dust. We don't absolutely don't we don't want those connections. <laughs> right. So all right. Awesome. Yeah. I think I mean we could just end the podcast right now. That is that is a great <laughs> a great word to just like right. move forward. Um and yeah. So okay. I know mm-hmm. our topic today is is mm-hmm. to stop preparing and to start becoming. Right. Um, could you just like break that down? What does mm-hmm. that mean? What do we um because I'm I'm sure there are some people that like read that title and mm-hmm. they're like, mm, I don't right. know. Like I I I am a preparer. I need right. to have I need to have notes uh right. for <laughs> for all this. So what is what does that mean? Okay, so absolutely. Yes, when I first thought about that. It did. It kind of. I said to myself, "Okay, Megan, does this really make sense?" But I start. I wanted to come from a place of um, not throwing out preparation because preparation is definitely needed. But a lot of times Mm. we get in a mindset of rush preparation, and so I started thinking. And to be honest, I was thinking about the uh, issue in my life. I'm single. Okay, so this right, this piece right here is for all the single listeners. So I'm single. And so I started thinking, okay, if I'm always in a mindset of preparing myself to become a wife, I'm missing out on life. I'm missing out on all of the things that are happening around me. And it was more of stop rushing to prepare and just become, become the woman that I'm supposed to be. The woman who I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be is, of course, an entrepreneur. Um, The woman I'm supposed to be is, of course, a family woman. And uh, the woman I'm supposed to be is, of course, supposed to be married. So I really wanted to come from a standpoint of not a rush preparation, because a lot of times people, and, and this is for everyone, a lot of times people get in this mindset of, they prepare, prepare, and then if something doesn't work out, whether it's a job, it's a business opportunity, they think that their preparation was for nothing, and they get discouraged, and that's not the case, and what's, what we tend to do is if something doesn't work out, if you don't have a strong mindset, you're going to, okay, stop and do something else, and then you're not going to be happy because you're doing something that you really don't want to do. So what I have come Mm. to learn is that to stop rushing to prepare and just be who I'm supposed to be, walk in the things that I'm supposed to walk in with the mindset. But I know that I'm going to be wealthy. So I started changing my mindset to a wealthy mindset. Okay, what do wealthy wealthy people do? Where do they hang out at? You know, how do they act? How is their character? How do they talk? What do they like? What do they read? That's what I mean by just become, become the the lifestyle, the image that you have in your mind that you want to be. Stop so much as preparing as like a test and just naturally become it. Because if that's your natural, if that's your identity anyway, then it's going to be natural for you to become that. Money. We all love it. Sometimes we don't like to talk about it, but the odds are you can probably find some in your couch cushions. 
Someone that I trust my couch cushion money with is Gusto. They are an all-in-one payment platform that helps businesses like yours onboard, pay, insure, and support your team. They have it all under one roof. You can use them as I do to pay my contractors easily and without those added fees or breaking policy agreements. I'm looking at you, Venmo. If you have full-time employees, they got you covered too with payroll, health benefits, HR, time tracking tools, workers comp, all of your tax documents at the end of the year, which I love. And they've got a whole lot more. I love it because I don't have to juggle all the different online payment processing apps. It's all in one place. I just pay everyone through Gusto and it deposits directly into their accounts. Super simple. Try Gusto and when you send your first paid payroll payment, you'll receive a hundred bucks. So go to podcast.allheartphoto.com slash gusto and pay your contractors with ease. That's podcast.allheartphoto.com slash gusto. Now back to the show. Oh, I love that. I love that <laughs> mindset of like, stop, stop preparing. Cause I, I do feel like I'm definitely a perfectionist, mm-hmm. um, a recovering perfectionist. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning, but like there have been so many times that I'm just preparing and I want to put something out there, whether mm-hmm. it's like a course or just uh, like I recently uh, rebranded my website mm-hmm. and I've done that in the past where mm-hmm. it took me months and months and months and so right. many things. I'm like, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to change this font again because right. you're know, just like coming up with different things because right. I wanted it to be perfect. But like that right. done is better than perfect mentality of right stop stop over preparing and keeping yourself in the preparation side and like Mm -hmm. become who you need to be get out there and do it and then you can learn from that if it fails you can learn and and tweak that and yeah (laughs) and I I think that is that is so good and I like that you mentioned the um like asking yourself what does you know whoever you want to be you know what Mm -hmm. does a successful business person do what mm-hmm. you know would they wake up late and just like immediately turn on netflix and just like chill for two hours <laughs> and then get started after right. lunch or right. you know what do they do and i i hear so many ceos so many mm-hmm. you know, really you know professional uh you know multimillionaires talking about how they wake up at you know 5 30 4 30 and um I'm trying to get there. I, <laughs> I, I'm in the six o'clock hour right now and I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. Um, right. but yeah, I am a night owl. Um, so it is, it is a shift, but like mm-hmm. that starting your day early mm-hmm. and, right. you know, asking what would, uh, you know, what would a successful person do in their right. business? Would I be, uh, so focused on, that font on my website right or would i just be like this is good it's legible it matches my brand let's get right no absolutely absolutely and that was one of the things that i my problem was like like you said a recovering perfectionist when i started my business Mm. it took me so long to do my website because I was doing it myself. And why was I doing it myself? Because, hey, I'm qualified. I That's what I do. So I figured I could just do it myself when really I uh-huh. should have paid someone 
<laughs> to do it. So that way I yep. could have focused on CEO level decisions, but it's a learning experience, you know, the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Delegation. I mean, there are no CEOs out there. Uh, very few CEOs out there <laughs> who are like packaging up packages and taking them right. to the, you know, UPS store and all right. of that. Like they have people that they've hired right who do that and do it well and they can right. trust that they're doing that and go on and do that like that's like with that rebranding i hired a, a web designer this time because gotcha. um, my yeah. my degree is in web technology mm-hmm. so uh which was i don't know how what year did i graduate like 2000 nine, 10, something like that. It's a little outdated. The stuff that I learned is very outdated now, (laughs) but I still felt that like I am qualified. I need to do this. Mm -hmm. It's going to save a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars. But the, um, just the, the speed that I was able to get every, or we were able to get everything together Mm -hmm. and out and the level of how the website looks now. I'm like, Oh, well, of course, it was a no-brainer. I should right. have hired someone <laughs> years ago instead of just trying to do it myself. So right. I love that. I think that is a, a big takeaway for a lot of people. Um, and you may not feel, listeners, I'm talking to you now, um, <laughs> you may not feel ready to hire someone on, but even just like going to Fiverr or something and just mm-hmm. finding someone to do the 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 mundane tasks of right. Absolutely. Uh, whatever it is. Yeah. Something right. that's taken up a lot of your time, but not using your skill sets to right. the best of your abilities. So, okay. So kind of going back to that, like stuck in the preparation mode, mm-hmm. why do you think it's hard for us to get out of that continual mm-hmm. preparation and always trying to make it better before we get out there and become who we need to be? Wow. Okay. So I actually love this question. Um, and the reason why I love this question is because I had to ask myself this question last year. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's easy for a lot of people to be stuck because it can be based off of a number of things. Number one, if you came up in an environment where you saw people being comfortable in what they're in, then you're going to do what you see. Now, there, you know, there are mm-hmm. situations where people are come up in environments where they do have the ability to see beyond and they can they have that tenacity to just go. But that's not everyone's story. So I think that it could be environment. I think that it could be fear. I think that fear is the root for a lot of the reasons why people get stuck. I think that a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there, especially if they've never done that before. And so that was part of my problem. And even though people knew me as a graphic designer, what people didn't know is that I actually struggled very hard as a graphic designer. And I had to realize my strength is really not in graphic design. My strength is in strategy. My strength is in the thinking Mm. and my strength is in verbalizing that to a well, a more qualified graphic designer to say, hey, it should look like this, this, and this. And so I had to learn my own strength and I had to step out of the things that I was weak in and step into my own strengths. And it was scary for me because I didn't want to 
I didn't want to break that label of Megan the graphic designer. I didn't want to break that label of what people knew me as. But I knew that and I know that in order for me to get to where I want to be, I have to break through that label. I had to break through a lot of labels so that way I could become the the CEO that I am of my company so that way I can take this company to where I want it to be. So I feel like that question, as far as, you know, a lot of people, like I said, it could be different things, environment. It could be fear. I really think that fear holds a lot of people back. Fear of failure, um, you know, mm-hmm. fear of what people will say, intimidated by other people in the industry, not feeling like they're good enough. All of those are reasons why people would self-sabotage themselves to say, okay, I'm not going to put it out because it's not perfect yet, but it's never going to be perfect. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Megan, you're just like talking those three things are like my (laughs) biggest fears whenever I'm putting Mm -hmm. something out there. Mm -hmm. One, I'm not qualified. Why would anyone listen to me about this? Um, or like like that, like where you pivoted, where you're like, I'm not going to be a graphic design, a, a graphic designer anymore, even though that's what people knew you as. Mm-hmm. And you were pivoting out of that, that mm-hmm. fear of like, you know, are they going to think that I failed as a graphic des- designer? Right. Are they, you know, what right. are people going to think? And that the, the the honest answer is people aren't thinking about you as much as you think they're thinking about you. That is absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there are so many people that like I I was not in uh weddings right away whenever I became a photographer mm-hmm. and then I started photographing weddings or even like the my transition from being strictly a photographer to now a podcast host and mm-hmm. educator and all that. And there are still, still people that I've been doing this for four years now. And they're like, mm-hmm. Oh wait, you host a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> people don't think about me as much right. as I think that they think about me. Right. And, right. and yeah, getting past that is mm-hmm. I think a big one. Um, mm-hmm. And getting past that imposter syndrome of, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to listen to you. Right. Why, why would you do well in whatever area you're, you're becoming. Uh, right. And I, I think, like you said, one of the biggest things is just like getting out there and doing it. And right. if you fail, then great, because right. it's not a failure if you learn from it. Absolutely. And that just builds you to to even be better the next time. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We got a, we got a question here from Cheryl. Um, she said, do you think sometimes we let others opinions back us into a corner to do something we don't really love? Ooh, that was a good question. Megan, I'm gonna let you take that one. (laughs) Wow. You know what? Yes. I absolutely believe that. I believe that a lot of times that Um, depending on the situation, depending on the environment, depending on who the people that, you know, she's referring to, whatever your situation is. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, a lot of us have a a lot of people, we have a tendency to be people pleasers, even when we don't intend or want to think that we're people pleasers. We have a tendency to want to be people pleasers. We want to please our parents and spouses and friends and, you know, colleagues and, we want to please people. We, you know, we want, we have a nature about us to want everybody to be happy with us. And a lot of times what we'll do is we will do things that we know we don't want to do. We do things that we know that we don't love doing, 
but the joy that it brings to the people around us makes us want to continue to do it. But the downside of that is there's going to be a day, a time, a moment when it's all going to come crumbling down and, you know, everyone's going to be like, well, I thought you loved it. And it's like, no, you, you loved it. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you loved that I did this. I did not love this. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that, um, I, I, so I'm a recovering uh, perfectionist, also a recovering people pleaser. Because <laughs> um, I spent mm-hmm. uh, decades uh, too long just people pleasing and right. doing things mm-hmm. for other people mm-hmm. to the point where I didn't know what I actually liked to do mm-hmm. or that I was interested in. Because I was just mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to, uh, you know, if I'm around this person, then right. I'm totally into this music group i love the eagles and then i go hang out with someone else i'm like yeah my chemical romance amazing my favorite (laughs) and like uh, i was always moving and shifting and being what i thought others wanted me to be instead of being john right and being who who i was Uh, right and now uh i am beginning to not really care what other people think <laughs> about me and i'm like i'm gonna be me i'm gonna do what right. i want to do Absolutely. and and i think it's it's becoming a very um empowering place it's a very yeah. empowering place to be able to get past the voices in your head that are telling right. you uh to please other people right um, and and to go out there and, and do what you really enjoy what you're good at what right. brings you life um and and not in a way that you're like hurting other people right. but in a way where you're not only doing what other people right. are ordering you right in in that corner to where you can't right. get out and you're stuck as a graphic designer even right. though you don't like it but people are like megan's amazing <laughs> And we're going to keep hiring her and we keep telling other people. And you're like, please stop. I want to get out of this. So, yeah, I think I think that is that is great. Um, So when when we have like what we've prepared, Mm -hmm. how can we take what we've been doing and really like turn that into action and get Mm -hmm. out there and become who we want to be? I know that we've kind of touched on a little bit of this, but Mm -hmm. like, what are some, what's a step that someone could take to really become emboldened and and go do that? Okay. The first step I would always say is accountability. And by that, I mean, find Mm -hmm. someone that you can hold yourself accountable to, but find someone that is going to nag you. Find someone who is not going to let you be lazy in it. Find someone who is, uh, you know, we've always heard that saying where you should have, you know, friends or people who are above you, people on the same level as you and people who are, you know, I hate to say it beneath you. But um, that's the saying that, you know, we hear is to have friendships or, you know, connect relationships with people at different levels. So my first thing that I would tell people is find someone who is either at that level that you want to be at. Or even if they're not at that level, find someone who, and we all know somebody who, if we tell them something, they're going to, they're going to keep reminding us. They're going to nag us. They're going to say, well, I thought you, Mm -hmm. that's the person that you need because they're going to irritate you. 
But the good thing yeah. about it is, is they're going to keep reminding you, okay, you said you were going to do this. You said that you were going to get it done. Let's get it done. And we need people like that around us because, you know, in, in our life, you know, we get in a place sometimes where we just get tired. You know, you get tired. You just want to give up. You don't want to do it. And it's easy to give up if you're not telling, you know, you're not holding yourself accountable to anyone. So it's harder oh, yeah. to give up when you have to hold yourself accountable to someone and look at someone and say, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to give up. It's going to be a little bit harder to do that. And so you need to find someone that you can hold yourself accountable to. After you find someone that you hold yourself accountable to, set the small goal. And I had to learn this with my business because my vision for my business was, was so big. I wanted to do it all at the same time. I, yeah. I envisioned my business as like a McKinsey or a Bain. I don't know if you're from the, they, these are big consulting companies. Oh, yeah. And I would sit up late at night and think, how am I going to do what they're doing? Realizing I don't have to do everything <laughs> that they're doing. I need <laughs> to start with what I can do right now and build towards it. And so that's what I started doing. So I scaled back and I said, okay, I'm only going to do this part of my business because this is my capacity. So start small and don't be, and I had to learn that. Don't be afraid to start small. That doesn't mean that your vision is not big. It doesn't mean that your business is not going to explode. It just means that everyone mm. has a starting point. And my mother reached out to me one day and she said, I remember that the top CEOs of these companies all started in garages. And I said, yeah, you're right. Most of them did. And she said, we're starting in the corner of your duplex. I said, you're right. <laughs> That's exactly what we're yep. doing. So start small but make sure that you continue to feed that dream. I read a lot about the people that, that inspire me. I love, like I, one of the people I love is Nicole Walters. I've been following her for a very long oh, yeah. time. So, oh, I, yeah. you know, read about her, follow what she's doing and not just her, but all these other people um, that, that inspire me. I read and I see what they're doing and I'm like, okay, they had their start. They had their failures. They had their moments, but they got through it. So can I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, man, there's so many good things I want to say about like all of that that you said. Um, first thing, just because it's the last thing that you said, mm -hmm. finding like that inspiration from other people mm -hmm. is huge. Find mm -hmm. those people that are next level that right. you aspire to be and right. and. Follow them in a way that you're learning from them, but not in the, oh man, I wish I was there right now. Right. And just like feeling down about yourself. Because right. there are definitely other photographers that I follow mm -hmm. that, uh, that I am just like, I have to stop following them because right. I want to be them. Right. And it's just, it's not healthy for me right now. Right. Absolutely. Uh, but, but yeah. And then the, the step-by-step -step that you said. Like I was just picturing like if you're trying to build like a skyscraper mm -hmm. uh, to have that, you know, penthouse CEO right. giant, you know, entire floor of Florida right. ceiling windows. Um, like, I don't know. That's like a dream uh, office <laughs> for me, probably because all the natural light and I'm a photographer. But um, <laughs> well, like if that's your dream to have that, you know, you know, 60, 70 foot tall size skyscraper you can't build the 60th floor when you only have two floors right 
and you you can't get there yet. You have to go one step at a time, right. building Absolutely. on top of each other. You have to mm -hmm. build the framework first, and then you can put in, you know, the flooring and all that. Right. I don't know how Absolutely. All that works. But like, there are certain <laughs> steps that you have to go in, and it right. can go quicker mm -hmm. because you're learning from other people or delegating right. and growing and bringing in a team to help you build. Right. But right. yeah, Absolutely. I love that that mentality of, you know, you're gonna have to take the just focus on the next step right or you're you're gonna stumble because right. you're looking too far ahead right absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah start small and celebrate the small victories that's right cheryl i love that <laughs> uh, yeah okay i megan this has been so good i'm feeling pumped to like get out there and go go become who john needs to be like i i'm I'm excited to go out uh, after mm -hmm. this podcast. I need to write down some some goals and go do some stuff. Yeah, me uh, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, before we kind of wrap up, are there mm -hmm. any last words, any last um, tips, anything you want to mm -hmm. give the, uh, I mean, you've already shared so much, but anything mm -hmm. that we've either already talked about or mm -hmm. haven't uh, for the listeners? So absolutely. Um, so of course, my my area is marketing and branding. So I wouldn't be who I am if I don't say something about that. Um, but the yeah. most important aspect for me is branding. And that's because branding is foundation. So just for those who are listening, no matter what you're doing, make sure that your foundation is solid with what you are building. Um, I tell people all the time, you can be great in marketing. You can have the best marketing efforts, but if you don't know who you're marketing to, which is something that you should do as you're building a brand, if you don't know the people, mm -hmm. if you don't know anything about them, then who, what are you in business for? So make sure that as you are building your brand, that you are serving, that you're building from a mindset of serving clients and not just taking money from people, but building something that is needful and impactful for people, because that is what is going to help you create a lasting long brand. Yes. A hundred percent. I love that. Yeah. And like whenever you come at it with that, uh, that service mentality, mm -hmm. that's what they're going to take away from it. And they're right. just going to be like, you know, I hired Megan because she was great at marketing and branding mm -hmm. and she just went above and beyond. And then they're going to go and they're going to sing your praises to all the other people. Right. And then you got people knocking down your door to work with you. Right. Um, and all you were doing was just being you right. and, and serving your clients. So right. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Megan, before we get into like where people can follow you, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. um, there's part of the show that um, I just want to, I like to talk about what we're loving uh, okay. this week. Okay. Um, could be TV show, a book, uh, mm -hmm. anything, um, really anything that's just like bringing you joy. Mm -hmm. What are you loving this week? So what I'm loving this week, um, uh, a podcast called, and I'm sure you've heard of it, Murder With My Husband. I have not heard of that. But that sounds like right up my alley. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard, I've, um, I've seen. They're on TikTok. I've seen some of yeah. their videos. Oh yeah, on TikTok. Um, where like, where she explains right. like a murder to right. her husband, and right. he's just oblivious right. and was like, "Wait, what?" 
right. Yeah. Okay. He, he does all of the, um, she does stories that he's never heard of before. So I love watching uh-huh. his natural reactions to, you know, all of these stories. But also, I mean, I'm into yeah. stuff like that. So that is one, that's a podcast I'm loving right now is the Murder With My Husband podcast. I watch it on YouTube. So I'm loving that. And nice. also because I am a nerd, I listen to audiobooks. And so I'm actually listening to an audiobook uh, by Donald Miller. So he's, you know, uh, um, in business. Oh, yeah. You know, story branded. So I'm listening to his audiobook uh-huh. on Business Made Simple. So to me, that <laughs> I'm loving those two things right now. <laughs> nice. That sounds great. I love Donald Miller and mm-hmm. like his story brand book. Mm-hmm. Is the, um, has he had a, a new book that mm-hmm. he came out with last year that I have not have not read yet. Is that the one that you're listening to right now? The um the one I'm listening to, it's actually been out, I want to say for over a year or so. He does have a new okay. one. I haven't got that one yet. Um, but that okay. that's next on my list to get. <laughs> yeah. He's he writes in a way that's very um understandable yes. for me. Yes. Um, because I've definitely read and listened to some business books. I'm like, I don't know. I'm right. so lost. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I really like Donald Miller and right. yeah. the way that he writes. Right. Um, and I'm gonna have to check out uh that um Murder with My Husband podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've <laughs> I've seen the little clips on their TikTok and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that I would I would definitely listen to that. That's I mean I love true crime and mm-hmm. you know, my favorite murder and crime right. junkie and all those kinds of things. Right. Right. Uh, so, okay. Awesome. Um, let's see, what am I loving this week? I feel like I'm like my, my intake right now is mm-hmm. a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I have, I, I rekindled a love for, uh, the walking dead. Mm. I was really big into that when right. it was, you know, first came out and mm-hmm. then uh, they they lost me. Uh, I don't know, probably like season seven oh. or so <laughs> after a while. And um, and it was on Netflix and I was like, you know, I'm going to give it another shot, kind of pick up where I left off. And right. um, I've just kind of been going through that uh, and and watching those. I'm pretty sure it is over. I don't think it's still going on. Uh, but yeah, I'm like in season 10 or something on Netflix right, right now. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. It's, it's, uh, it's very different than the first few seasons of The Walking Dead, but still, right. still really good. No, I've, I've never like actually it. watched it. <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces, but I've never uh-huh. actually watched it. So, but I hear a lot of people talking about it. So yeah. And you might recognize a few places because they film a lot of it in like the Atlanta area. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was it was cool. Like because uh, I had been out to Atlanta years before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think it was like 2015 or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to go visit some friends in Columbus and we went up to Atlanta. OK. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the that's the sky. This is the highway <laughs> that, you know, Rick is walking on with the horse. And OK, right. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but cool. OK, oh. so, Megan, where can people follow you? Where can they mm-hmm. find you online? Where mm-hmm. can they connect? 
Sure, sure. So my website is meganmolix.com. My name, meganmolix.com. I am on Facebook. Um, my Facebook name is Megan A. Molix, and that's M-O-L-I-X. And then my Instagram is the Megan Alexandria. And I'm also on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well. I'm trying to get into LinkedIn. I'm trying to get over the LinkedIn hump. So I'm on LinkedIn as well, Megan Molix. Me too. Okay, cool, cool. I will have links to all those um, in the show notes for everyone. Uh, so yeah, definitely reach out to Megan. Um, let her know what you thought about the show. I uh, I loved it. Uh, oh, and I I am also trying to get over that LinkedIn <sighs> hump. Just yeah. like it's, I don't quite understand my place right. on LinkedIn. <laughs> I think it's because whenever I joined LinkedIn, it mm -hmm. was is really just a uh, here's my resume right and right i'm absolutely. looking for a job kind right. of social media right um so i definitely need to learn more about it i'll i'll nerd out on like some youtube video right. go, <laughs> breaking down what <laughs> what linkedin actually is so okay well awesome well thank you so much for being on the show i really enjoyed getting to talk to you today thank you thank you i greatly appreciate the opportunity Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Wisdom in the Tangents podcast. You can find the show notes at podcast.allheartphoto.com. We've got a lot of resources for you there as well. If you want to watch the show live, you can join our Facebook group by searching for Wisdom in the Tangents podcast on Facebook. Um, or you can also watch these live on YouTube now. Also search for Wisdom in the Tangents podcast on YouTube. You can follow the show on Instagram at wit.pod, W-I-T-T dot P-O-D. You can follow Megan at I am Megan Alexandria on Instagram. And of course, you can follow me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Until next week, I'll see you on YouTube now. Bye, y'all.